Guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the wonderful The Arsenio Buck Perspective Podcast. You know what? I actually wrote out this episode in terms of, you know, the productive edge while I was going to the last day I walked out on that job. It was probably about 4, 4.30 p.m. sitting on the train when I wrote out this episode. And just an hour and a half later, I ended up walking out of a job, which is just so coincidentally kind of funny. But nonetheless, people, today is another fiery day. And again, I'm going to be honest with you. I think mornings are so incredibly important. I'm thinking like to see what's going to be happening over the next, you know, uh, what is it? Sunday and Monday, because this is the first time in a very long time that I do not have a class in the morning. And this is what I'm just so, so excited about because, you know, I've always wanted to get up and to journal, and to meditate, and to post things. I remember my first classes would be like at 7 a.m. last year, but now because I, I have just so many students, it's a lot crazier. But, you know, I wake up now very intentional because I'm listening to uh, Brendan Bichard's marketing videos now. He made a marketing podcast, which is amazing because it's just so hard to find good information and good marketing podcasts out there without people just gloating about their finances and talking about things way over their head and talking about just a bunch of American-based ideas, right? And so nonetheless, I'm actually waking up and I'm like, how can I drive immediately that needle move forward? How can I bring more revenue into the company? How can I make more revenue from, for myself? And I went to sleep very early last night at about 8.40 and I woke up at exactly 5.10 and while I was waking up, I had the idea to post something to drive more sales. And this is what I want to do. It's that intrigue. It's that captivation of that creativity. And when times are hard, regardless if they're hard or not, it's always about creativity. Although I ended up falling into probably the biggest complacent traps that I fell in maybe over the last, I don't know, maybe since like 2015, and we're going to be discussing that, obviously, in the Wheel of Life coming up this upcoming Tuesday. But nonetheless, tracking my life scores, keeping a plan, and writing down my morning routine, the things that are going to drive business and more revenue, you know. And I'd rather be doing this than having other people work my brain on social media. Now, me, you already know, guys, Facebook, to me, is pure trash. It doesn't bring in anything anymore. After getting uh, completely banned from a, a, a very broken Facebook page where there were just a lot of ridiculous people on there and all that stuff. Um, I haven't had to like post and share different things on Facebook much because to be honest with you, other than Andrea and Elena, who came into my life probably around July or August of last year, Facebook really, it's just a total waste of time. You know, I'm not going to pay money. I'm not going to drive campaigns. I'm not going to do any of that because my market is not on Facebook. Facebook is totally useless. I believe my markets are on Instagram and YouTube. So I focus, focus on those things. So, but nonetheless, I don't wake up in the morning and I don't just scroll through Facebook because obviously Facebook is just useless to me. I don't, I'm never a scroller of Instagram because the problem with Instagram is there are just a lot of things uh, that are now on my feed that I don't even follow these people. And it's very annoying to see. So I really, the only things I kind of check are stories, but even so, I mean, I probably do that three minutes a week, max, max. 
I mean, I would probably say about a minute and a half a week. If, if you get lucky, I'm thinking about one to four weeks, a minute and a half. So what I do, I protect my peace, right? And right now in this world, people need to turn back on, right? That productive edge. And I understand a lot of people are dealing with change over the last two and a half years, but now that ship has set in sail, regardless of the garbage media agencies trying to get these clickbait articles about new COVID, new this, COVID surge, all that garbage. It's over. They know it's bullshit. It's over. All right. We had the Omicron. It was the best thing that could happen to the entire fate of humanity because herd immunity happened almost instantaneously. People here in Thailand, man, I haven't seen so many fresh faces in a very long time. People just don't give a damn anymore, you know? And so it's not just about, oh, you know, uh, regardless of all the, you know, I told you, talked to you about the phase one, phase two, phase three. You know, I don't want you to just say, oh, I'm just trying to improve this little thing over here. Oh, I'm trying to figure things out. No, it's time to drive change. You know, and that's what today's podcast is about. It's about having that productive edge. See, each day, you know, having that sense of choice, enthusiasm, gratitude. It's been very difficult for me just because I mismanaged something completely. And now it's like, okay, well, I have to be very, very creative in terms of driving sales, which can happen at any single moment. And I've had other inquiries and other people. But again, until it actually happens, it's just like, uh-oh, Oops, I kind of fucked this one up. But nonetheless, you always look at people who are just so grateful. A lot of religious people, so grateful, but they're not driven, right? And by that, I mean, it feels like they're just not manifesting a future, driving progress. You're so, so happy, but you're sick and broke all the time. You're grateful for this, but over here, this specific category isn't doing so well. They end up falling victim to circumstance. You know, maybe they're grateful, and they're not willing to get at it each day because they're not architecting something that's their own. Being the captain of your own ship. And that all comes from a sense of choice, autonomy, independence, you know? And it's all about putting things into action. So there is true power, true power and productivity when choice meets gratitude. Right. And so, again, as telling yourself, I'm going to have autonomy. You're going to make choices that are going that are architecting your future. You're grateful for the hardships, just as I am right now. You're going to honor thy struggle, just as I am right now. Willing to show up. You're going to drive change and progress in your life. And so how can you begin to do this? Well, number one, you got to schedule out some block time. By block time, I mean, okay, 45 minutes, timer on, let's go. One hour, two hours, whatever it may be. I was listening to Brendan Bichard, the marketing uh, podcast, and he's like, you know what, have you ever done a day of just completely campaigning, creating videos, creating ads? You get on video, you create just one video, but you could have created ads for that video or banners for this or for this or for that. To just do it all in bulk, bulk at one time, you know? And to do that, you can't wander into your days randomly. They need to be scheduled. 
right? You're not at the whim of every text, every email, every Slack, whatever it is you use, right? Me, what, what ends up, you know, getting to me sometimes, it's actually almost 4 p.m. and I'm not going to be looking at my phone until tomorrow morning uh, or any social media until tomorrow morning. So I'm kind of just leaving my phone in another area of, you know, of the, of the house. And I'm just going to plan out my week because I know Sunday tomorrow, other than working out and having a class uh, and a couple of classes like that, I got a massive morning and a fantastic evening to get shit done coming up on Monday. And I think actually my girlfriend is even off from work on Monday, if I'm not mistaken. So nonetheless, it's like, okay, well, at the same time, it's 4 p.m. right now. My fiance, I keep saying girlfriend, my fiance is downstairs, but I'm like, you know, if I'm downstairs, you know, she does what she normally does, you know, Instagram scrolling, but I'm not going to sit there. I'll probably have my downtime after 6 p.m. to just get away from everything, to have that, you know, to have that quality of time and stuff like that. So again, driving that schedule, whereas I'm able to block out time. Yes, I have family time. Yes, I have workout time. But, you know, at the same time, I got to block out time to create podcasts and videos to reach out to new students. It's all scheduled, right? And you got to be able to work that block. By doing this, I drive that progress rather than just taking things as they come at me. I think I scheduled the next four videos already on my YouTube in regards to the TOEFL ITP. And I've been having a lot of people comment over the past few days about, you know, oh, can you uh, teach me this? How much is this? Can you help me with this one and that one? There's just so many different things, right? And I'm like, okay, yeah, just reach out to me and reach out to my Facebook page or reach out to me here or there or whatever it may be. And see, that's me communicating with people who are not only just potential students, but the fact that I am, you know, making sure that my attention isn't just being taken away. I have a tendency of always logging on to the ESPN website. Right. And I'm just like, okay, Arsenio, well, what you saw at 10 a.m. is the same thing you're going to see at 4 p.m. So why even look at it? You know, news, I don't look at the, well, again, the news is just a bunch of trash, anyways. But looking at, you know, what's happening in Thailand in regards to the floods or this or that, sure, that's a very small little moment of time. But to be honest with you, after I do a podcast, I end up falling into a trap and having 10 or 15 or even 20 minutes just go away. Got to have block time. You'll save a hell of a lot more. Now, personal development, okay? I saw on Brendan Bouchard on Facebook. Again, I only watch his videos from time and time again. Um, you know, I had a couple of new students in regards to a company I'm now training at uh, add me on there. So I'm kind of like, you know, pushing a lot of things and showing everyone, hey, you know, I do have this course. I do have that course. If you're interested, there's this, there's that. You know, but also there are some massive, eight massive, I think eight to 10 massive podcasts that I have available uh, that I need to, you know, that's the marketing thing that the course that I was going to buy, Brendan Bichard, that was $1,000. Now it's available and it was behind, it's no longer behind that $1,000 firewall. So now I have to put personal development in there. I got to be able to track and manage these goals, figure out my habits. Maybe, you know, my habits have fallen off. I haven't been doing much of the habit work anymore that I was doing before, you know? So maybe tonight at about 7 p.m., maybe even 6 p.m. after my class, I could go downstairs, I could track these habits, I could do a little personal development, I could do a little bit of reading, I could do a little a little bit of goal set, setting, I could have that talk with my uh, fiance, see what I mean, get away from technology and do just that. But then that means the next hour is absolutely critical, 
right? And so again, it's all about assessing your life. By being by doing that, you got to be very clear about well, clarity, your mood, your nutrition, your sleep, right? And a lot of people are scared to do their goals and to do those things because they're like, oh, I don't like my goals. But by improvement, by journaling, by goals, by tracking habits, by learning from inspirational methods. Over a period of time, you're honing in into a successful machine, right? That habit is ultimately developed. And then as you dedicate yourself to personal development, you build more of a desire. You wake up with that joy, you know? And you're not coming from a a place of lack or shame or insufficiency. You actually enjoy feeling that growth every single day. And that last one is about social support. You gotta get around high performers. And I know it's hard. I know it's hard. I'm over here. I got to speed everything up. I don't have those people that I did uh, throughout 2020 in my life anymore. But to be honest with you, things are beginning to pick up very, very gradually. Now, I have my fiance, but sometimes, you know, it's not like we're talking about a wide range of different things in regards to high performance, although that is going to be a big topic coming up. But again, I, I got to be around people who are all about maintaining success and achieving that long term success. Right. Now, that act of disconnection or division, you're not with people anymore. You're lonely at the top. It's like the Turkish, uh, this, this, this Turkish clown that works over there at my, uh, well, at one of the big airlines, Air H, as a matter of fact. And this guy just thinks he's so superior and thinks he could just fire people and just completely abrupt and disrupt the well-being of other people's lives. And I'm just like, dude, you know, a lot of people would always say, oh, it's lonely at the top. A lot. If you're if it's lonely at the top, you're just not doing it right. Right. Your entire journey was predicated off being selfish and impulsive, not bringing people up. Not nothing about the collective actions and dynamic culture that you could have created. No, it's about you inspiring others and people around you who inspire you. Right. Whether it's the family, the kids, the inspiration with how we engage our passions, hobby, and the confidence that comes about it, the character, the contribution to the community. All of these things are what completely develop the social support that we need. Get around high performers, not complainers. You know, Gary Vee's very dumbed down way of putting it was drop one loser friend and add one winner friend. You know, never really. Well, of course, he was saying that from a very literal standpoint, you know, these, you know, quote unquote entrepreneurs that were very, very big, like four or five, six years ago. But now, you know, you just got to be around people who are more hungry. I walked into work today to top off this podcast. And one of my favorite, you know, one of the favorite girls, one of my favorite girls that worked there, she said, hey, you know, next month's my last month. And I said, why? She said, man, I don't get paid much here. I said, well, there it is. I ain't going to keep you here. You know, that guy does not pay much. He doesn't pay the fucking teachers much either. You know, but it's a visa and work permit for me. And I can do and go and say no to classes as I go. No one has control over me. No one has a thumb over me. And if that was the case, man, I would get and And was the case from 2018 to probably early this year until Two of those girls had broken away and I was just so happy because I could finally say, hey, cancel this, cancel that, cancel this, cancel that. So again, the reason why I tell you that is I understand that people have hit their right, the end of the rite of passage, or they hit the end of their journey in a specific light. 
and they have to move on. And I'm not going to hold them there because again, I would be very selfish to keep them there. You know, do they take care of me? Sure. Will they continue to take care of me? No, because they're going to be leaving. Will somewhere else, will someone else come? Sure. Will I still get work? Don't really care. Because obviously, man, I've been dead four years. So you think that's actually building up my future self and my future vision of my, of the investments and the big things I'm trying to achieve? Fuck no. None of that shit is working. So now I understand. With that being said, people, thank you for tuning in to another wonderful podcast. Stay tuned for more over and out.